Welcome to the Not On My Watch podcast, where real-life issues facing the family and the church are addressed with bold and uncompromising truth. It's time to reject the mediocrity of the day, live courageously in the face of danger, and declare, Not On My Watch. Here are your hosts, Jeff and Rochelle Ferguson. Welcome to the Not On My Watch podcast. I'm excited for today. We're doing some Q&A. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You're going to ask me questions. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to ask you <laughs> questions. You're going to answer all my questions. And um, you all get to see it. No, that's all, not how it is. We, that would. <laughs> that would be that fun. That would be an interesting podcast. Let's, let's table that for another time. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> oh, um, it'd be actually entertaining. But anyways, yes, we're heading into a different direction. Yes. We've got some popular questions mm-hmm. that have been asked of us in various modes um, and means of asking and really just related to technology. Though. And if you haven't been joining us, this is our last uh, episode in the series called TechSense 101. We've been talking about how to use wisdom, how to have wisdom when it comes to technology and your kids and your family. Um, talked about a lot of topics and just wanted to yes. address some really common questions that, I mean, over and over again, people ask us yep. over and over again, you know, people are just asking in general. So, well, and these are just kind of bullet pointies. Like, yeah. so if you're like, man, I didn't have time to listen because um, some of them were a little longer, but technology matters. <laughs> We were a little prolific, so um, this is. I can't help but be prolific. <laughs> you, you, you like to talk a lot, and no, I'm just kidding. That is true. No, that is true. By the way, this is also Valentine's Day when this comes out, and um, I love you. Just want to say a uh, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I do. She's right. I like to talk a lot. No, I'm uh, not she knows me that. well after 19 years of marriage. But hey. Um, this isn't the Valentine's Day podcast. Okay, this let's is the go to the FAQs. Yes. FAQs, frequently asked questions. So we've got four <laughs> yep. um, just related to technology here. So we're just going to jump right in. We good? Let's go for it. Number one. <laughs> um, my kid's the only kid without a cell phone in their class. What do I do? I feel like so many people ask this question. Yeah. Um, and I honestly feel like this question lies behind maybe, I don't know, I haven't talked to him, why many people get cell phones when they do. It's because it really boils down to peer pressure. Yeah, um, there's a, and, and the reality is there is peer pressure. There is, absolutely. There is a lot. I remember the first time I noticed this, um, raising our kids, we have a teenager, an almost teenager, and a solid kid. So, like solid, solid kid age. Um, and... I noticed this really a lot younger than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. And and now even my my oldest, our oldest is solidly in the teenage years. I think it's coming up earlier for the others. Oh, it is. Yep. So the trend is obviously to get a cell phone younger. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. That is the trend. Um, but I remember, what, you know, being like hearing that, Everybody else had a cell phone, and my child wasn't involved in the texting conversations that were happening at night. And I said, praise the Lord. Um, Oh, man. You know, that really was honestly my response. But, I mean, the reality is this is an issue. Mm -hmm. And this can be a sense of, well, is my child going to be left out? 
is my child going to feel ostracized? I think that's mm-hmm. where this comes from. That's exactly where this comes from. I think it Social comes from... Social cred, you know. You, we don't want our kids, and I think rightfully so, we don't want our kids to feel isolated, to feel left out. I don't know any parent who like wants their kid to feel that <laughs> right. social ostracism. So right. so at the at the best that that comes from a place of of just wanting kids yes. not to feel that. So I I can understand that from that perspective. Um Right. And I think that is a know. lot of where it's coming from. Hey, my kid's going to be left out. Mm-hmm. My kid's going to not um be included. Um let me just state this even in any realm. Rewind, 1989. Okay, I don't know, 1992. Pick a year, but about 25 years ago, 30 years ago. Um, these things still happened. You yep. By getting your child a cell phone, you're not going to like make them all of a sudden be accepted or to be in. The bottom line is that people are people, and unfortunately, this is reality. I thought it would end mm-hmm. when I became an adult. I did. I literally thought, well, yep. adults are kind. Adults yeah. are just like, I don't know, larger middle schoolers mm-hmm. who try to put on a faker face. Oh, I, Ooh, no. am I being negative? Absol- I'm, so no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, here's the thing. You're hitting at a principle that, again, it transcends cell phones. And I think parents, what, what, what we as parents need to do is understand if it's not the cell phone, it's going to be another topic. It's going to be another thing. So we need to to decide right now that it doesn't matter what the rest of the world does. It doesn't matter yes. what our kids' friends do. It doesn't matter what our friends do or say about us. We have to do what is in the best interest of our family and our kids. Right. And I will go even further to say that if you choose to raise your kid in a way that's according to God's word, let's just say that, you will be, there will be moments of ostracism. Jesus says this, take up your cross and follow me. What he's saying is there will be moments as you follow me Mm -hmm. that you will be ostracized, you will be excluded, but that is how followers of Christ are are labeled. (laughs) You you will follow me if you take up your cross. And so I I think you can expect that. And the, 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 the challenge is to disciple our kids in the midst of that exclusion and ostracism. I know it sounds so heavy, but I just know it will happen. If it's not with a cell phone, it will happen with something else. Yeah, and so acquiescing and say, oh man, my kid's the only one. Maybe I should get them this Apple, you know, Apple phone or whatever Mm -hmm. so that they can have the right kind of text messages and not throw an Android in there or whatever. Um, You know, or I'm going to get this for them right here. You don't want to acquiesce because of this. Mm-hmm. This is yep. not this is not the reason because you're you may be saying oh you're going to feel included here but you're saying yes to a whole lot of other issues mm-hmm. and you need to go back to the whole oh. podcast we're not going to yes. rehash it no. but I, I think the next question goes quickly to this yes. too um, what age should my child get a phone so this mm-hmm. is the next question that is asked all the time all the time what age wow, should yeah. my child get a phone. I think everybody almost has asked that question. I know that's what I mean. It's so common. What's, what's that, the age? So um, here's here's our little like line in the sand. Um, there is no reason to get your mm-hmm. kid a smartphone mm-hmm. before high school. Yes. And I would honestly say, even you know, 
driving. Um, I think there's a whole lot of, you got to know your child in there Mm -hmm. too. So I don't think you could say at the age of 15 and three months, they're all ready. You've got to know your child. But prior to high school, there is zero reason to have a smartphone. Let's go back to what we've, again, we're not going to rehash it, but have you, has there been instruction? Has there been training? Has there been guidance over what that looks like, how to use it, all that stuff? And then once there's that, then there can be launching. But we, if there hasn't been instruction, training, guidance, there cannot be a launching by saying, here's a cell phone because we are really preparing our kids for disaster if we do that. Right. And if you're like, man, I I need more explanation, go back and listen to the whole episode that we did on that. We're just hitting the highlights, the FAQs. Um, Question three, my child is begging for social media. How do I handle it? Oh, man. This, again, another peer pressure issue, but I want to go to a quote that we ran across. Yes. So powerful. This quote uh, says this. This John Delaney says this. Do not let your children have access to social media, period. The data is unequivocal, unambiguous, and crystal clear. There is no room for debate, for agree to disagree, or other arguing around the edges. Social media is destroying our children enough. I love reading quotes because I didn't even say that. Uh, however, I do agree with that. <laughs> um, I think it's there's been hearings. I mean, let's just talk about not even the Christian worldview. Let's talk about even in the secular world. There's been hearings in Washington, D.C. with yes. social media companies and, and legislators. And legislators are saying, you are ruining a generation. So these things aren't uniquely a Christian biblical worldview that we're talking about here. These are things that people who don't even claim Christ are saying, hey, they're recognizing. Wake up, everybody. This is ruining a generation. This is ruining our children, and we have to put a stake in the sand. And can I tell you, it's not going to be the social media execs who are going to watch out, it's going to be parents who say, you know what? We're not going to have give my child at this age access to social media. We're just not going to do it. Absolutely. Uh, Don't abdicate your role, parents. Yes. Don't abdicate your role. Uh, Just because somebody said, well, it's okay, just you have to be 13 to get a social media or whatever. Who's deciding these rules? Like, who's like, yeah, at 13, you're you're mature enough to handle it. I I mean, honestly, these are crazy, crazy standards. Mm -hmm. Our kids need to understand who they are in Christ before we yes. throw them to the wolves. And let me tell you, social media is the wolves. Oh, it is. No. There are people who literally want to take them down, who want to ruin their their self-esteem, to ruin their even their future. And so if you're if you're not able to protect them, and we're just throwing them out there to just be attacked. Well, let's just take people in general in the, the development of our kids, unless how their brains are developing, how they're developing emotionally and socially. All that, all that's happening at that time, and you add social media into the mix, so you're going to exponentially create angst and anxiety and insecurity that is unnecessary because there's going to be comparison. There's going to be uh, social media fuels addictive bullying. behavior. There's going to be bullying. There's going to be, um, you know, an access. Predators are going to have access to your kids through social media. So when you really look at the whole thing, it's simply, it's not worth it. No. Even though the pressure may be big, it's simply not worth it because we've talked to parents and parents have said, okay, this has ruined, like uh, negatively impacted our family. This has had devastating 
uh, consequences. And so I'd say, you know what? Uh, just take a deep breath and just say, you know, it's not worth even it's dealing not worth with it. those. Prevention is better than intervention. I yes, would say that. yes. So, so no, just no to social media. Yep. The longer that you can you can hold off on that, the better. And there <clears> is zero reason, again, zero, zero reason that your middle schooler, that your elementary age child should have any access yeah. to social media. And I think that high school should be limited. Yeah. No, okay. Absolutely. Um, all right. Question number four. This one goes a little bit younger, mm -hmm. which I think is good because yes. everybody who's watching, we come from different places. You may be like, oh, I got like 10 years until my kids are at the age where they're going to be wanting cell phones. Well, this question can <clears throat> relate to you. So here we go. Um, question number four. How much screen time is too much for my toddler? And, and for those of you who are out there who are saying, come on, there's, there's no toddlers. I mean, they're they're playing with toys that you can bite on, you know, that you chew on and weird stuff. There's no well. Well, okay. Anybody who's saying that has obviously exactly. not gone out to eat and seen <laughs> at every restaurant, right? Uh, these kids holding these iPads yep. and literally watching TV the entire dinner. The, the entire dinner, and we're on tech groups, and I, I ran across this this post on a tech group um, from a parent who's saying, "Hey, I need I need some insight. I need some help." Um, and this person said, it's so hard sticking to a screen time limit for a toddler. And they were trying to wonder how, how much is too much. And this person said, you know, we try to stick to two, but it ends up being three hours a day. Um, the, our, our daughter no longer naps. She hates independent play. Um, my husband and I, we take turns playing with her, but it's so exhausting. By 6 p.m., we're just exhausted. So I need some help. <laughs> It, it just points to an issue that a lot of people, especially at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? Here's an iPad. Here's YouTube. Go at it. Because parenting is hard. Parenting is exhausting. And there are people wondering how much is too much. And so, you know, I don't know. Is there a magical number on this? Is there a magical this this amount of minutes or, or hours? Um, what, do you, what do you think as far as what's the magical number? Yeah, I don't know if there is a magical number, but some real big red flags come to me yeah. when you read this. Uh, a couple of things like, I can definitely tell you it's not three hours a day. If your <laughs> yeah, right. toddler is watching TV or YouTube three hours a day, mm -hmm. I, I think there's some issues. I, I'm very concerned. Um, my background is in education, that's what I studied. Mm -hmm. And if you study brain development, um, I, I don't know of any brain development or learning expert, I don't know of any who would endorse this amount of screen time. Yeah, like, absolutely. I don't know anybody. And even if you say, well, it's educational, no. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. this is too much. The number, the, the, the number one thing I can say about toddlers is that they need to learn how to play. Oh, yes. And, you know, I remember times when my kids would want and it would feel overwhelming, like, hey, can you just play with me? Can you play with me? Well, first of all, um, yeah, we should be playing with our kids. That's Absolutely. part of having children. <laughs> I guess I look at it like it's not having a dog. Children are not dogs. That's a whole nother podcast. That's they are not dogs. Children cannot be placed into a kennel and say, mm -hmm. you know, Go to go night night. No, like children are human beings. You're, you're I'm right. Sorry, I'm sorry. Like I, I this, this gets it. me. It, this it. gets me because I think a lot of people think I'm yep. going to have a, a, a child 
thinking it's cute. That, yes, children are cute. Yep. But children need parents who are involved. Mm-hmm. This is going to be work. Yes. It is work. And I remember sometimes <laughs> playing. I remember you playing a lot of Barbies. Mm-hmm. A lot of Barbies and a lot of little people. Which, can I just say, as a dad, that's a learning curve. (laughs) And I always played wrong. Like, Dad, you're not playing right. Like, sorry, I'm used to He-Man, G.I. Joe, (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. As a child of the 80s and 90s, didn't. Sorry. You weren't, yeah, but you learned. I I you learned. learned and I'm a mean Ken now. Not, well, I'm a kind Ken, but you know what I mean. Yeah, so you know, the, the reality is yes, we should be, <laughs> but we should also be fostering our children to do independent play. Oh yeah. This is so so like this is where their imaginations are developed. How about go outside? Do a yes. walk. Um you might go, well, we live in a really cold climate. Put on a coat. Like yes. you've got the these are if if we think that mm-hmm. YouTube or or, or or any other like ABC Mouse whatever like these things are going to be mm-hmm. the babysitters for our kids, we will pay the price. We will. We will pay the price. Um, I you know I did not have the the opportunity. I mean I worked you know from my home a lot with my kids when they were growing up. I didn't sit down and play with them all day long. But I, I didn't just sit them in front of a YouTube. This, this is your opportunity to learn to play. Yep. Let's do something. Let me help you find something to do. Uh, but our, our kids have been... To this day, when it, if we'll be traveling, players. we'll come back. First thing they do is they'll go outside play. They'll come and play you know, upstairs just somewhere. Um, the research shows that kids need about three hours of unstructured of, of play. Unstructured, and I think the term was even robust play. The bottom line is yes. they, they need to be lost in the world of play for unstructured amounts of time, at least three hours a day. That's fuel that fuels creativity. And it makes them tired. <laughs> and they sleep well. Yes. And that's so important <laughs> for growth. I mean, these are like I, I think we're not thinking clearly when yes. we're throwing our kids in front. Sure, is it maybe easier in the moment? Maybe in the moment. But it will not pay off in the long run. And so, uh, yeah. wow, how much screen time is too much for my toddler? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I think sparingly. I think yeah. sparingly. Of course, it matters what you watch, of course. But toddlers need to be doing, not watching, as That's a rule good. of thumb. That's good. Um, and so, you know, I remember we would have opportunities like, hey, you know what? We'll, we'll have a, we'll have a, you watch one little, you know, show. You know, right. those shows that are like 20 minutes for kids. Okay, we'll watch that. Okay, now we're done. You know, yeah. like have a little rest time. Okay, we're going to rest and then we're going to do that. Uh, I, I, I want to wrap these up with mm-hmm. these these four questions. These were four bullet points. There's so many more. Oh, man. So many more so that many we could have talked about. But I, I, we, we shared this quote in, in an earlier podcast, but I want to reiterate it. John Acuff, he's a, uh, an author, mm-hmm. um, thought leader type thing. He says, as a dad of an 18-year-old and a 20-year-old, the longer you can keep your kids analog, the better life goes. Low-tech kids yes. dominate in their 20s because unlike their peers, they're not addicted to porn they're not addicted to online gambling they're not addicted to social media to shopping um all this comparison no the world will say you're weird good be weird and so if what we could say here would leave with you is yes be weird choose 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 what is best for your kids i didn't say Mm -hmm. choose what's easy (laughs) i said choose what is 
is best. And what is best is delaying all of this technology, letting your kids grow. Mm -hmm. Do the research. Yes. I I just implore you, don't be lazy. Don't be, oh, well, it'll all work out. No, be committed. Be countercultural. And when it gets hard, just know that in the big scheme of things, we have such a small time. I don't like saying that, but we do have such a small time with our kids at home while they're young in the big scheme of things. It feels a lot. It does. Especially, I was going to say, say that to a mom. I'd say especially who's... for moms. Especially for <laughs> but moms. no, it's true. It goes, I mean, it... It, it feels yeah. like the, the days are so long. But I'm, I'm telling you, in the big scheme of things, it's, I, I know, I know at some point I'm going to look back and it's going to be quick. And I'm going to be so glad for every amount of time that I was proactive. Yes. Um, and so, yes, we want to encourage you in this. Have wisdom. Stay in there. It's going to be hard, but hey, you can do it. Yes. So, hey, thanks for listening. Share this. Check out our website, www.notonmywatch.co. Hey, you know what? Have us come in and speak about technology. We'd love love to to. uh, share with parents, grandparents, anybody Mm -hmm. who cares about the next generation. Uh, But until then, we'll see you on the next episode. See you then of the Not On My Watch podcast. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Not On My Watch podcast. You are a watchman for this time and hour. Don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you listen. If you haven't already, head on over to our website, www.notonmywatch.co for more resources from Jeff and Rochelle. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time on the next episode. But until then, keep watchful.